BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hey, Corey. Why'd you say that so creepy? <laughs> was that creepy? That was creepy. That was not meant to be creepy. It was. Well, hey, Julie. <laughs> hey, Julie. <laughs> Welcome to BizQuick. We've got another episode dropping today. I'm really excited about our guest today. Have we ever been unexcited about a guest? The answer is yes, but we won't say which ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this guest truly excited. So today we have Roger Wakefield. And if you don't know Roger Wakefield, then you haven't been paying attention to YouTube. Roger is a YouTube sensation, but what's weird is, like Roger's, He's got such a great story, and I don't want to spoil too much of his story, but he's he's a plumber. He owns a plumbing company out of Richardson, Texas, and his plumbing company is called Texas Green Plumbing, and he was struggling with sales, and so he went to a marketing conference. He put himself out of his comfort zone and went to this conference. He was the only person there in the trades industries, and... He thought it wasn't for him, but then he really pushed himself and he started a YouTube channel and he now generates more revenue from his YouTube channel than he does from his plumbing company. And his plumbing company is a seven figure business. So that's pretty good. That is good. And it's one of the few instances where throwing marketing at a problem actually solves the problem. <laughs> it solved it in a way, though, that I think he didn't expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's uh, like it, it's not surprising at all when you look at back on it, like, you know, with your 2020 hindsight, because he's offering plumbing solutions and plumbing is one of those things that it's not uh, it's not necessarily intuitive. Like it's something you definitely have to learn and it's not something that you pick up in school or, you know, whatever, like you have to, there's a lot of trial and error. And if you're doing it on your own, it's a huge pain in the ass. That's my least favorite thing to do. Um, that's so weird. You literally just said it yesterday. I hate doing plumbing work. Yeah. I (laughs) think it's, it's my least favorite thing to do around the house because like electrical work. Yeah. Oh, it's scary. Nothing in your house is really that dangerous and you can't spill electricity all over the floor. Like, <laughs> but you can spill plumbing all yes, over the floor. Yes, you can spill water and wastewater <laughs> and gross wastewater all over the floor. Yeah. And if you don't catch those little tiny leaks, like underneath your sink or whatever, you'll never notice it until like you know your cabinets are rotted out. I'm pretty sure, and I I might have the story wrong, but I remember now. This was before I was living in Virginia. You were upgrading your bathroom in your um in your um office Uh and i remember hearing that you had to crawl under the house multiple times because of leaks or something oh yeah because it's one of those things and the same thing with my dishwasher when i was installing that because the it didn't have a a disconnect or a, a way to turn the water off at the dishwasher so i had to go to the street turn the water off come inside make some adjustments go to the street turn the water on Come inside, find a leak, go to the street, turn the water <laughs> off. And it's the same thing with the when I was uh, messing with the bathroom. It's like, may, you know, do a fix, crawl into the house, see what happens. Something's broken. 
you know, it's not fixed, whatever it is. It's, it's a huge pain yeah. in the ass. Whereas like electricity either works or it doesn't work. Yeah, that's Done. true. Um, so as much as I would love to hear more about your plumbing woes, because you know, I love, I could go on for on uh, hours. I love story time with Corey. It's one of my favorite things. I do want to talk a little bit about, um, the importance of what Roger did for his business in getting uncomfortable to really make some gains and some big changes in his company and, thinking about as entrepreneurs, how frequently getting uncomfortable is required. It, it really is. And not in the weird way either. Uh, <laughs> now you've made it weird. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank I always, you. I always love this conversation with guests. Let's talk about getting uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, one of those things where you just, you need to get out of your comfort zone for so many things because yeah. you have somebody like Roger, who's a plumber and he's good at plumbing, but how do you differentiate yourself? How do you get, uh, uh, an edge on your competitors? Like, how do you make yourself better? And it's, you have to do things that you're not good at, you know, like that you, that you're not an expert at, or that uh, you don't want to do necessarily because it, it's, you know, again, like I can, I can just pull up the, you know, um, I was going to say the yellow pages, but <laughs> the internet and search for uh, plumbers in Richardson, Texas. But how do I get, how do I know that Roger's the guy who I want to work with? Right. You know? Um, you know, what's interesting is that, and I don't know if Roger will, will tell this story. So I know Roger from, I met him at Tony Watley's 365 Driven event in Montana. He was a speaker, right? And um, when he was speaking, he was telling the story of how, so many of his competitors get really angry with him. Other plumbers, just just plumbers across the country, he will get these random messages from them because Tony, excuse me, because Roger puts out videos explaining how to fix plumbing things on your own, right? Rather than having to hire a plumber. And when he was telling the story, um, hand to God, he, he started crying when he was talking about it because he would get messages from people where like they couldn't afford a plumber and they had gone years without hot water and he like showed them how to fix it. And they would, you know, like people who are like, you know, disabled or just really, really in, in, in tough positions. And he was able to help them fix their plumbing issues for just dollars to go to the store and pick up a few parts and, and figure it out. And he was like, if we can't run businesses, where we can give like that, then what are we even doing? And it was such a goodness. It said so much about who he is as a person. And he's just so darn likable. And you, all of our listeners are going to hear that and see that really quick. When, when we talk to him, he's just, he is an amazing individual. And it's, it, that's kind of our motto as well when it comes to uh, working with our clients and, and the way that it should be is that you like, it's the, the, the teach a man to fish mm-hmm. approach is we don't want to, we're not, we're, we're here to help you if you want help, but we're also here to just tell you how to do it on your own and happy, you know, to send you along your way. And that's, I mean, that's the, the way that the internet should be is it should just be that, that the way that you just share information and it benefits everybody in terms of, especially when it comes to YouTube, because there's so many people, I mean, I've used YouTube numerous times when I'm trying to figure out how to fix something on my truck or, you know, even in the house or whatever. And it's, it's a great source for, you know, to share information and information should be shared. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that those plumbers who got 
upset at him or whatever. I mean, obviously, like that's just the, the wrong old, business model. Yeah, the old way of thinking. Agreed. I use, you know, what I mostly use YouTube for when um, for learning things is what I used to use YouTube for a lot was. There's a lot of weird things where it's like, how do I change the battery in this, mm-hmm. right? Um, or like, how do I reset the code on my garage door? Or just like random things like that where it's like, oh, thank God YouTube exists so that I can just see it and go through it and, and get it figured out. Well, and the thing that blows my mind is that somebody took the time to create a video on how to change your battery and your, you know, DH-2 remote control. Yes, <laughs> right, exactly. Because I used to, like, we... For the the batteries in your remote for your car, right? Your remote, like the you know the what the fob. Yeah, the key fob. Oh my god, they're not that's, they're not easy to change sometimes. No. And so you're like, oh, how do I do that? And you know, I'd be like this. I got two options. I can call Corey, or I can look at YouTube. And I'm like, I'm gonna try YouTube first because Corey's just gonna laugh at me. Yeah, and I, I don't know why the dealer never made that list, but. Oh, I'm not gonna call a dealer to ask that question. But you could call them. I could call them, but yeah. I mean. I, I would I would rather call you. Yeah, and I would laugh at you and say, hey, call the dealer. <laughs> you would not. You would yes, totally I, show me how to do I it. I don't know how to do it. I've never changed the key fob in a year. You know what you would battery. do? You would look on the internet, find it, and then tell me how to do it. Yeah, or but, I'd just be like, hey, go look on the internet. Anyway, we have to <laughs> uh, we have to finish up here because Roger's going to be joining us soon. So um, let's take a quick break, and we will bring Roger on here shortly. Listen up, BizQuick fans. Julie and Corey are launching two new group coaching programs designed specifically for aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Small Business Startups is a 90-day program that will walk any aspiring entrepreneur through the steps required to launch a successful and solid business. The Small Business Accelerator is a nine-week coaching program that helps anyone with an existing business build a stronger foundation and create actionable goals to take their business to the next level. Check out both programs on our site under the services section or click on the link in the show notes to learn more. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. We've got Roger Wakefield with us. Roger, thank you so much for joining us today. I'll tell you what, Julie, Corey, thank you all for having me here. I'm looking forward to this. Yes, we are looking forward to it too because you have such a great story in that, you know, you, I don't you didn't stumble upon YouTube accidentally, but you really put yourself out there to start your your YouTube channel and, and it has benefited your business tremendously. I'll tell you what, Julie, and you say I didn't stumble into it accidentally, but really I did as a plumber going to a social media conference, I really thought I was going to learn how to get better at Facebook. And I'm walking down the hall and I look next to me and there's a placard outside of a door that says, get in front of your customers using video. And I walk in, I sit on the front row and I'm thinking, okay, man, we could do video. That'd be easy. I'm never thinking it would be me in front of the camera all the time, but I just thought we could make plumbing videos. And when I sat down and they started talking about YouTube being the second largest search engine in the world, I literally, I shut my book and I turned around and get up and walk out. And I looked and I noticed the entire room was packed full. So I look back at the guy speaking, Daryl Eves. He says, and it's owned by Google, the largest search engine in the world. And I thought, wait a minute. YouTube is a search engine that is owned by Google why isn't every entrepreneur in the world on YouTube? And that's really what got me started. So in a way, I did accidentally fall into it. I just saw the value of it from the very beginning, and I got really serious about it. 
so what was that process like when you started creating videos? Because I'm not for, you know, we don't have video going on right now, but you, let's just say you aren't a millennial. So this is a new, a new medium for you, the online advertising, creating videos, social media, all of that. I mean, it had to be like the learning curve had to have been a little bit steeper for you. Okay. I'm an old fart (laughs) and and I completely, I understand it. I own it. I get it. Doesn't bother me at all. And I'll tell you where that started. And, And this is really the truth because I had, I had done two things. I had been watching podcasts on, on YouTube. I'm part of a group that helps teach plumbers, electricians, roofers, and HVAC companies how to market their companies. But going to their conferences, when you go to learn about Google, what you're really doing is going to learn about a company that's trying to sell you their Google package. So I talked to Julie, my wife, and I said, Julie, look, I want to learn social media. And I was watching these YouTube videos every morning on the treadmill while I was working out. And there were two that really stuck with me. Number one was Michael Chen, the founder of Founder Magazine, interviewing Michael Stelzner. Uh, And I got to tell you, he interviewed him and Michael Stelzner is talking about social media marketing world. And and, and I said, I said, I think I said Michael Chen, it's, it's Nathan Chen, founder of Founder Magazine. And he's interviewing Michael Stelzner. Michael Stelzner is talking about his conference where they teach social media. They have speakers from around the world come in. And he's talking about how he's grown this conference. And I was just so intrigued by it. But I, I was listening, too, because they're talking about social media. And then it was just a few weeks later, a couple of weeks later, something like that. I'm on the treadmill one morning, and Gary V is on. He's on stage, and he's got the phone out. And he's talking. He says, I don't care if you're 20, you're 50, or you're 70. You can do this. And I mean, I literally, I stopped, I stepped off to the side of the treadmill, hit rewind on YouTube, and I listened to it again. 20, 50, or 70, you can do this. And I'm like, you know, I'm right in the middle there. I can learn how to do this. When I walked into social media marketing world to sign up, and this is where it's getting outside of your comfort zone, I'm from Dallas, so I show up two hours early. And the doors are locked. So I go eat breakfast. I mean, I'm out in California, you know. I don't know why they don't get up as early as we do. Maybe something with time zones or something. But I I show up two hours early. The doors are locked. So I I go eat breakfast. I come back an hour early now. But the doors are open. So I walk in and say, look, I'm here. Can I go ahead and register? I've never been here. Young lady behind the counter, customer service beyond anything I've ever had. It's like, oh, my gosh, yes, come on in. We'll take care of you. And she signs me up. And she picks up her pad after I'm signed up and she says, okay, we're going to find some plumbers for you to hang out with. And she looks and she's like, uh, there's no plumbers here. Who else would you hang out with? <laughs> I said, you know, anybody in the residential service industry, plumbers, roofers, electricians, HVAC techs. And man, she's like, okay, there's nobody here like you. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, okay, wow. And she looks at me and she says, I do not know who you're going to hang out with. And I just got a ear to ear grin because all of a sudden my whole world changed. And I said, look, don't you worry about me. I'm going to be good. And and that's really where it started. It, it's, I went to social media marketing world thinking I was going to learn Facebook because as a old fart plumber, that is social media to me. 
And here I do, I walk in and learn that YouTube is a place that I can communicate with my customers. And if I can get them to listen to me, I can eventually become their trusted advisor. So my whole thought process is, okay, we've got to start making videos. And Corey, I sat down in front of my computer, laptop with the laptop camera and microphone. So I'm yelling at it. And literally <laughs> those were my first videos. And I'm just sitting there trying to teach people about plumbing. And as we started getting subscribers and views and started growing a little bit, I started investing a little more time and energy into actually learning it. YouTube Secrets by Sean Cannell and Benji Travis is a phenomenal book. Uh, YouTube Formula by Daryl Eves. Both of these are books that I have gone through and studied and learned. I hired Jeremy Vest as my first YouTube coach. And I got to tell you, that is probably the smartest thing I did. I remember going to Darlie's conference in LA in the end of 2018. So remember, I've only been doing this just over three years now. And I go to his conference in LA and I walk up to the, the meet and greet out in the patio and somebody sees my shirt and it, it says plumber. And I'm like, oh my God, a plumber on YouTube. That's great. How many subs do you have? And I said, 117. You know, I was all happy. And they said, wow, 117,000 subs. That's great for a plumber. I'm like, no, uh, I've got 117 subs. <laughs> now, every year when I go back and they see me, they're like, oh my gosh, you are killing it. And I've showed up and I've learned. This is just like anything else. If you want to get good at it, learn it and study it and, and find out what you're doing and analyze it and change it. Corey, this is just, this has been phenomenal because I've learned so much and I have grown each and every month, each and every year, just by studying YouTube. I, I love that story. And I, this is, you know, the, this is the second time I've heard it. And I, I love the story so much. And I, I, I have to tell you what I think, what I've thought both times when you're telling the story of that customer service person trying to find other plumbers or other residential service people for you to hang out with. The words that hit my head every time are green light, right? Like that, it was just go for you because you knew you were onto something different than everybody else. And Julie, I mean, and I got chills when you said that because that is exactly what it was to me. I was just like, oh my gosh, why is there nobody here? And I'm like, I just, I want to learn. And for three days, I was a sponge. I had to leave early on Friday because I had to be on a radio show in Dallas Saturday morning. So I didn't even get to stay for the last two speakers. I missed the keynote. But when I got on the plane, it wasn't crowded. So I had the two trays in front of me folded down. I've got my laptop, my iPad, my notebook, and a bunch of the little notepads that they hand you when you walk into these conferences. And literally on the plane on the way home, I'm going through my notes. I'm coming up with a plan. And Saturday morning, I got up and went to the radio show went back to the office, stayed here till about six or seven that evening, got up the next morning. Julie and I went to church. I took her home. I came back to the office. I'm going through my notes again. And then Monday morning, I did something completely different. The plumbers came in and the plumbers left, but I did not let plumbing happen. As soon as they walked out, I grabbed Julie. I grabbed Will, my stepson, brought him into my office. And I said, we're changing our marketing. We're changing everything we're doing and we're doing it right now. And we literally, I, I was on YouTube that day studying. 
uh, Will got, went into his office. He got he started studying. What I did is I implemented immediately. And I think that most people that go to conferences, they come in, they, man, they write all these notes. They got all these great ideas. They walk back into the office on Monday morning and plumbing happens. And it's like, you know what? I've just, I've got to be a plumber. Uh, and, and then two or three days later, you forgot half of what you wanted to do. A week or two later, you're like, yeah, okay, man, I could never get back to that. And literally, I started implementing as soon as I walked out of that door in San Diego and got on a plane. And every time I speak, I tell people, look, whatever you do, whatever notes you take, follow up as soon as you get home. What can I start? What can I do right now? Because if you'll do something that makes a difference in your business, in your life, in the way you look at it, whatever it is, if you can see that little change, what else can you do after that? And you just keep going. Yeah. I went to a conference a couple of years ago and was just inundated with information and didn't really take action at all and forgot everything that I learned. Um, but when I went to like Tony's conference in June, mm-hmm. uh, action, it was immediate action every day. I would be like, what can I do? What can we start to implement? And I can remember like even calling Corey and be like, we're going to be making some changes when, when I get back, because there's some really big, big learnings in here. And, and that action is so important. And sometimes it feels really scary and uncomfortable because you're not an expert in it yet, but it's that action is key to making the changes you need for your business. And, and I love that. It, well, even at that conference, and, and of course we're talking about Tony Watley, 365 driven. I was, when I wasn't speaking, I'm in the back taking notes like, oh my gosh, why aren't I doing this? Sorry about that, Corey, go oh, ahead. No, man. that's fine. But I, I was just going to say, that's one of the things that uh, the, the commitment you made to we're not plumbing today is, is something that it, it's hard for business owners to, to make that commitment because they, I need to make money. I need to make money, but they need to realize that if you stop and you take action upon whatever it is that you learned or, or, you know, change your marketing sales strategy, whatever it is that you're going to make that, that time back in, you know, tenfold, whatever it is in terms of like the additional revenue that you're going to bring in. Well, and, and that's a great way to look at it because when I talk to people about doing this, time is the biggest thing, Corey. It's always I don't have time to do that. I don't have the, the people. I don't have the resources. Corey, I started with a laptop computer that I had. I came in an hour early because I knew I wanted to do research. I wanted to make a video and I wasn't even editing at the time. It's literally just shoot a live video and post it. And boom, there you go. And I knew nothing about YouTube, but I started learning after that. And once I realized, hey, look, I can be dedicated. I can put in time and I can do this. I called different people and it's like, I need a coach. I need somebody to teach me. I need to learn more. And I love the people that tell me time is their biggest factor because the little bit of time I invested has turned this into its own revenue source. And that revenue stream is phenomenal. And it's just, man, if I wouldn't have spent the time, I would still be plumbing every day. And I would get up every morning and it would be nothing but plumbing. And it has completely changed my life. Let's talk a little bit about revenue, right? So you were um, very transparent with us in Montana at at Tony Watley's event on what YouTube has meant to your business. So how much 
How different does your business look today than it did three years ago before you walked into that social media marketing conference? Well, and, and first of all, we'll start off by saying which business, and, I, and I'll talk about both of them because I've got the plumbing company, but now I've got a full service marketing company and it starts off the plumbing company. At the time I walked into that conference, and this is one of the things that I tell people is when I walked in that conference, I was going to learn to make my phone ring. Mm -hmm. While I was at that conference, my phone started blowing up and literally I walked outside between sessions and I look and I call back, it's my wife calling Julie. And she says, I'm calling to let you know we will not be in business when you get back. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, the phones aren't ringing. There, there's nothing happening. We've got bill collectors calling. Nobody's paying their bills. We will be shut down by the time you get back. And I said, look, I said, call the people that owe us money. Talk to them, tell them we've got to collect something. I said, look, I, you understand I'm at a conference. This probably isn't helping a whole lot. <laughs> and I, I walked back in, and of course now I am focused. Um, I'm dedicated. Look, I am going to learn this. And, you know, you, you go to a conference to make a phone ring. You just don't want it to ring that way. But at the time that we were there, we were probably spending three or four grand a month on Google Ads, which is a plumber. Plumbing is a very high pay-per-click word. I think at the time we were paying $150 per click. So if you think about it, four clicks is $600, which is about our average ticket. And one out of five people, one out of five clicks actually ends up booking a call. So we were even losing money on that. But we kept spending the money to make the phone ring. Nowadays, our, our phone rings quite a bit. We're, we're not paying Google right now, although we're fixing to start because we're, we're in growth mode. So we're wanting to bring in a, more plumbers and other trucks. We went from paying Google, like I said, three or four grand a, a month. Now they pay us 20 to 50 grand a month <laughs> based, on, based on people watching. Because like I said, Google owns YouTube. So when I get a check, it's from Google. That's a and nice turn, a, right? Yeah. It's, it's not a check. They just deposit it straight in my account. They, they don't even <laughs> make me drive down to the bank or anything. It's kind of nice of them. Yeah. I mean, it would be a little more satis satisfying to get one of those giant foam core checks every month from Google, but. <laughs> Absolutely. Just to dance out in the street. <laughs> yes. with, you know? But, but I mean, th think about that. Our, our, our revenue stream for the marketing company now is about 10 times of what we were paying Google every month. So when people tell me I don't have time, I tell them you just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean it bad, and it's not cocky, it's nothing like that, but it's like, look, if you knew the revenue stream that was possible, uh, we now have, I've got a big 80-inch monitor here over my left shoulder that we do logos on for sponsors, uh, I've got the shelf pulled because I'm shooting digital courses right now. And that's what I'm supposed to be doing today. There's so many different opportunities now from walking into a social media conference and walking in with a completely open mindset. So the plumbing company is doing great. The phone rings. It's mainly YouTube that makes the phone ring. 
but the marketing company is also creating revenue. Our sponsorship agreements, uh, last year we did almost a million dollars. This year will probably be double that, or this next year will probably be double that. And, and this is just, hey, Roger, look, we know you're making videos. Keep making them. Mention us. Talk about our product. And you can make seven figures a year. And you hit it on the head right there with the uh, keeping open mind because so many business owners, they keep, you know, they, they've, they've got the blinders on and, and they, they, I, I'm a plumber. I mean, if you, if before this conversation, somebody said, Oh, I know a plumber who started a marketing company. would be like, well, that's dumb. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> you know, it's brilliant though. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, and, and Corey, one thing you said, I'm a plumber, Julie, those are the first words out of my mouth when Always. I get up and speak. Hey guys, I'm Roger Wakefield. I'm a plumber. I, and I mean, I've spoken at VidCon, I've spoken at VidSummit, uh, I've, I've I've spoken all across the country, and that's how I start off because I want people to understand, Corey, I am, I'm a plumber. I know nothing about marketing. I know nothing about advertising. I have not studied it, know nothing about it, but I'm a plumber that learned how to make YouTube videos to communicate with people. And I'm a plumber. And if I can learn to do what I did in really three years, actually under that, when I got my first sponsorship, man, what can you learn? Right. What can anybody that has an education learn? Because my education is, man, water runs downhill. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and I appreciate the sentiment. You might want to um, keep keep it under wraps to your marketing clients that you don't know anything about marketing. But <laughs> I so I I, I do want to ask you a, a question. It's a slight shift in topic, but only ever so slightly. In that Absolutely. I, some of the you know stories that I've heard you tell before are about those unintended benefits or maybe they were intentional for you of the videos that you produce where you're helping people who otherwise could not afford to fix their issues. And I'm just wondering if you can talk a little bit about what that has meant to your business and, and how you handle that when, when, when other plumbers get, well, frankly, they get pissed at you for doing it. Yeah. Uh, I get messages all the time from other plumbers asking me why I'm taking money out of their pockets. And it's like, you know what, if, and luckily I'm in Texas, the laws in Texas are, if you're a homeowner, if it's your registered homestead, you can do anything I can do in it. You just need to get it permitted, inspected. You, you need to do all that. And it's to, it's to protect you as the homeowner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was, I'm also a certified HVAC technician. And I remember being in class one day and we had an instructor named Professor Bill. He was a substitute. And he says, so what, what's Tony supposed to be teaching y'all today? And it was the boiling point of refrigerants. And he said, yeah, you know what? Tony can teach y'all that tomorrow. He <laughs> said, we're going to talk about customer service. He said, the one thing I want to tell y'all, he said, there are people in this world that can afford to pay you what you charge so that you can afford to take care of the people in this world that can't afford to pay you what you charge. And I was listening and I looked around the room and there's a, there's a lot younger people than me. 
this was 10 years ago or so. And I'm like, guys, look, y'all, y'all, Professor Bill, will you say that again? And, you know, with my YouTube videos, and, and, and look, I, I'm blessed to be able to do the things I do. Uh, I, I've, I've been telling people how to get their water turned back on, how to, how to fix things, how to, how to, you know, one of the, the really good ones was the, the one that, man, just tears me up. Uh, a manufactured home, the guy had a leak under it, and the house shifted, the water heater fell out, different things happened, and he just turned off his water. His neighbors got together, you know, after a few months, turned off the water to his house, leveled it up, put the water heater in, turned, fixed whatever leaks was under it, and helped turn the water back on. And I get a message after probably about three more months where he says, you know, look, after watching your video, and he tells me a story about I, I didn't have water for months. My, my neighbors helped level the house, put the water here in, then I didn't have hot water for months. And I stumbled across your video about how to change out a burner assembly on a water heater. And I called the manufacturer, I ordered the parts. He says, by the way, I'm disabled. And I learned how to fix my own water heater from watching your video. And I just want to say thank you because I haven't had a hot shower in six months. Wow. Yeah. Well, that, in my opinion, is the perfect place to end because that story says everything there is to say about about you, Roger, and the amazing things that you do and, and how, how you help people in so many ways. Um, before we wrap up, I want to ask, is there anything that we can do for you? What can we do for you, Roger Wakefield? My back itches. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I love that. You, you know what? No, I, I am. I, I truly, I love what I do. I get to help people get into the trades. I get to help people fix their own plumbing. Uh, so many things that I get to do. Uh, you know, next time you're in front of YouTube, just search plumbing and and see what comes up. And if you see a good looking old fart with a, big thick mustache, you know, click on it, subscribe, watch some videos, tell me what you think. And that's really about all it is. It's, I get to have fun living an amazing life. Well, we can do that for you. And so can our listeners. Yeah. And if they want to go a more direct route to find you, how can they do that? Connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I love connecting with people. I put out great information to help them learn about growing their business, help them learn about social media. Uh, you can just go to LinkedIn, look for Roger Wakefield and, you know, send me a connection request. As long as I don't think you're trying to sell me insurance you know, three <laughs> times a day, every day, uh, I'll happily connect. It's, you know, I, I love helping people and I've learned a lot of things that I think a lot of people should, should know. And I, I love sharing that information. Awesome. Well, thank you, Roger, and thank you to our listeners and everything that you uh, need to know and how to, in terms of connecting with Roger will be in our show notes. Yes, and if you want to work with us, you can connect with us directly on our website, sppace.com, 
You can also find us on LinkedIn. We are on Instagram, Facebook. We have a TikTok channel now. And we're on YouTube. Not quite as popular as Roger, but we are on YouTube. And we quit Twitter. We quit it. That's it. That's, I, I said all my lines. It's okay. your turn. <laughs> you can reach out to us oh, on yeah. sbpace.com. I feel like I already said that. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, download and rate this podcast. Subscribe. Give us a review and reach out to us about any topics. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, you can do that on the website. Hey, we wrote a book. It's called Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It is an Amazon number one bestseller. It comes with a digital download workbook that has lots of great exercises in it to build a strong foundation for your business. And if you've already bought the book, go over to Amazon, rate and review it, and tell everybody how much it helped your business. That is it for today's podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.